With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Beat of Sports, Mark Daniels, uh, Thanksgiving Eve, a Wednesday, our final show of the week. Glad you're hanging out with us. We get to talk a little basketball Wednesdays. I enjoy our visits with Keith Smith, who's on X or Twitter, Keith Smith NBA. Please follow him there for the links to all of his great work. Happy holidays, Keith. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. Let's start with the red-hot Orlando Magic. What should a Magic fan really like, Keith, about the way this team has played recently? Yeah, they're getting it done in a lot of different ways. Some of the games, they're scoring more points. Some of the games, uh, it's really a grind, and they're playing close ones all the way down down to the you know, final buzzer, and that's good. When you can start winning games in different ways, that's a sign of growth. That's a sign that you're starting to really figure it out and come together. They're still a little shaky with their shooting. You know, we want to see them start knocking down outside shots with more consistency. But for now, they, they, they really are playing good. And one thing that I think would hearten me more than anything, the way they play defense, that's going to keep them in just about every game. Jalen Suggs, this is year three. I'm a big believer. I know Daryl Morey believes this, that, that you know what you have in year three. The injury is probably a factor in how we're assessing him. But I think the fact that he doesn't look over his shoulder as much, he knows he's getting minutes as a starter, uh, his defense has been good. What have you noticed about an improved Jalen Suggs? Yeah, I like the comment about not looking over his shoulder. Every time he makes a turnover, he doesn't look to the bench to see if he's coming out now. And that's important, right, because it gives him a little bit more freedom to play. They're running a lot of the offense through him with Markel Fultz out right now. So that's important that we're seeing him kind of take on those ball handler reps. And I'm going to knock on wood here, but let's hope he stays healthy because what we've seen in his first couple of years was he'd get it going. And it's like, all right, he's starting to figure it out. Then next thing you know, he's out for two weeks with some kind of injury. Let's hope he stays healthy and keeps it moving because he really is uh, playing well. And his ability defensively, the game he played against Tyrese Halliburton a couple games ago, he got into him right away, got picked him up about three-quarters court, and then just stayed in his jersey the whole way through. It was really, really tough for Halliburton and thus the Pacers to get their offense moving and creating the way they usually do. Well, they got their offense going last night. Uh, thoughts on the 157-152 Pacers-Hawks game? <laughs> yeah, I actually just finished watching that one this morning. Uh, not a lot of defense. If you're looking to have some fun and uh, you know watch a game where they just got up and down the floor, well, this is a game for you uh, because they, they, there was not much resistance. It was played a lot more similar to an all-star game than uh, a, an NBA game, but you know, the Pacers offense is great. You know, Tyrese Halliburton is a superstar. Uh, when he is going and he can run things, he's really getting there. The Hawks don't have that Jalen Suggs-like defender that's going to give him those kind of troubles. And the animated made a slight lineup change. They uh, put Benedict Matherin and uh, Obi Toppin on the bench. They went back with the smalls around uh, Miles Turner. So that was uh, an interesting look. But both teams got up and down. And, you know, again, if you're looking for something to maybe run out the clock on the workday with or something like that, uh, before the holiday, this is a good one to check out. Is Rick Carlisle just assessing his team and saying this is the style we play? They're averaging 128. They're giving up 126. It's only a 13-game sample size, but that's not sustainable. Yeah, I think 
for Rick Carlisle, what he's seeing is if you take last year when they had Tyrese Halliburton and they were healthy, and this year, you know, so far, I think what it's clear is we need to play very fast, and they do. They play at the fastest pace in the league right now, and we're going to score a lot of points. And for us to slow it down and try to lock in on defense or anything like that, that's not going to be a thing. They just don't have the personnel for that. Their, their best perimeter defender is Bruce Brown who's a good player but not a great, you know, all-defense-level guy. And, you know, their interior guys, they're more weak-side shot blockers like Miles Turner and Isaiah Jackson and Jalen Smith. They're not going to be the guys you funnel everything towards like a Brooke Lopez or Rudy Gobert. So I think Rick Carlisle at this point in his career is, hey, this is the personnel I'm giving. I'm going to adapt versus trying to, you know, cram a square peg into a round hole and make them try to defend. We're just going to lean into offense. And when you – if you play that way every night, you become a real pain for opponents because you're going to show up and they're going to be like, man, now we got to get up and down the floor. We're going to have to score a ton of points. And that can be a little bit hard on teams to, to adapt to. Is it 14 games and still figuring things out how to mix? The Bucks have won five in a row. They're 10-4. and four. Damian Lillard's shooting numbers are down, and the Bucks' efficiency numbers with him off the court are better. What should I make of all that? Yeah, I think it's just... Finding things out a little bit. We saw they, they're starting to go to that Lillard Giannis two man game a little bit more, which is really kind of frightening, I think, for the rest of the league because they figure that out. It's going to be really, really hard to defend this team. I think defensively, they're trying some stuff. So Adrian Griffin, the new coach, I think knows, hey, if we need to, we can always go back to the extreme drop coverage defense. We still have most of the personnel. It should still work. But I want to see, can we get to a new level if we play a little bit more up at the level of the ball, if we trap a little more, if we hedge hard and recover, if we switch a little more. Those are the things I think he's trying to get his team to do, and that's caused them some troubles on that end of the floor. And then for Damian Lillard, he's had points in his career where he's had some slow starts before, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he has you know, a run of games where he shoots over 50% from the field in three, averages 30, 40 points a game for a run of games, and then his numbers settle right back in where they're at. So not too worried about it. They, they seem to be figuring things out. Um, I like Minnesota. They're fun to watch. Anthony Edwards is really, really good. Carl Anthony Towns with Edwards makes them good. They're 10-3. and three. Again, it's a 13-game sample size. But I like the T-Wolves. Yeah, they 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 are, are a fun team, you know, and, and a team that is, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, coming to the forefront that they've built around. So Anthony Edwards, Jalen McDaniels, Carl Anthony Towns. We saw moments last season where, again, a team that was kind of completely rebuilt on the fly and had to, uh, you know, figure things out with Rudy Gobert. And they were figuring all that stuff out with D'Angelo Russell running the point. He's not really a point guard creator guy. And what we saw was when they were starting to figure it out, Carl Anthony Towns got hurt and missed the bulk of the year. And then when he came back, by that point, they had traded for Mike Conley. And it was, I'm not going to say seamless uh, to get him back in the flow, but it looked a lot better. They challenged the Nuggets in the playoffs last year. They, they made some stuff difficult on, on Denver because when you have those two big guys back there, you're going to do well on, on the uh, boards generally. You're going to do pretty well uh, defensively. The big question for them is, 
are they going to make enough shots? Right now they're middle of the pack in uh, three-point shooting, and I think what you'll see is teams will probably start to pack it in on them a little bit more, a little bit more, and force them to beat them from the outside. So that's going to be the challenge. But again, the way they defend, the way they rebound, and the way Anthony Edwards can take over games, it's going to be rare to see them completely out of the game. Keith knows everything about the NBA. So how many teams have advanced in the in-season tournament? Uh, two so far, the Los Angeles Lakers and Indiana Pacers. Uh, the Pacers did by, by virtue of that win over the Hawks, uh, you know, they, they clinched their group because teams can still, um, get there, but they've beaten everybody that they need to beat, uh, record wise. So, so they're, they're going to move on. And then the, um, the Lakers swept through, through their group 4-0 in their group. And it was interesting last night watching the Lakers. They took it very serious right from the jump. You could tell they were like, we want to win this game. We want to get through. And they, they've been one of the more vocal teams. And it's odd because you would almost think LeBron James, Anthony Davis, these guys who have made hundreds of millions of dollars in their career, they've been very vocal about, hey, $500,000 to these guys on the end of our bench. Some of these guys, this is a half or a quarter of their salary for this year. They've never made that much money. We want to win it for them, and we want to win it for ourselves. We want to be out there, you know, playing a win for our coaches and all that. So it's been fun to see, you know, teams are seemingly uh, taking this more serious, which mission accomplished here at the NBA. If you can get a little more juice in these um, October, November, and early December games, all four, well, let's, let's keep this thing moving. Uh, again, follow on Exeter Twitter at Keith Smith NBA. The links to all of his great work. Thank you, Keith. Happy holidays. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours again. Thank you. Up next, Cam Meller normally joins us on Thursdays with his college football review and preview. He's going to join us next when the Beat of Sports continues. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.